Thanks for tuning in again to another episode of uh, Mark Loves Podcast Pets and Pot. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm really loving this so far. I'm really enjoying the experience of making a podcast. I hope you guys are uh, enjoying the experience of listening to this thing. Uh, today we have another fantastic guest, uh, comedian Doug Koning. Uh, we're going to share seven podcast recommendations. Uh, the three of us, Steve, Doug, and I, will reminisce about being fat guys. Doug will share, um, uh, tell us about a podcast that made him cry. And uh, we, uh, we, we have an opinion about pets on Instagram. That and so much more. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the theme song. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. Loves podcasts, pets, and pot. Where we talk about the podcasts, pets, and pot that make life pleasant. Isn't that right, boy? Okay, so Steve, how are you doing today? You doing okay? It's uh, been a long week. Uh, was in the the bustling metropolis of Thunder Bay for five days, a canceled flight, uh, running around from hotels trying to find a place to sleep, but uh, glad, glad to be home. And I'm assuming a lot of podcast, list, podcast listening uh, on your uh, road trips and in the plane and stuff. There was, there was a bunch. It was, uh, had to kill a lot of time at airports and, and uh, I flew Scareskin Airlines to Thunder Bay. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it uh, felt like Richie Valens and La Bamba getting into that plane, but uh, not often can you see out the front window of the plane uh, <laughs> and see exactly what the pilots are doing in modern aviation. Um, and uh, the, he handed it to the co-pilot to land the plane, which was exciting. And uh Best part was when he basically, we were coming down, looked like he was trying to parallel park on the runway. Not often you go wings first onto uh, runway 6-3. Oh, hey, at least you survived. You made it. Um, yeah. So this week, we're pretty excited. We have um, another fantastic guest. Um, uh, he actually, he's our first guest that actually has his own podcast as well. So we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, he's a stand-up comedian uh, from, uh, I think he's currently residing in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, please welcome to the podcast, uh, Doug Koning. Hi there. Welcome. Thank you how's for it, having me. Thank it, you so much. How's it going, Good Doug? to have you, Doug. It's it's going good, man. It's nice. going good. Okay. Yeah, can't complain. Just hanging out. Nice. Uh, nice Sunday evening. Um, now, yeah. have, you, have you chosen to get high for today's podcast? I have chosen to get high. And yes, it, it was for the podcast. It was for work. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I suffer for my art. That's what doing I'm doing. Doing it in the I'm interest doing. of science. That's one step, Doug, away from saying I'm doing it in the interest of science. It there's actually there's a place in Toronto because of when they when they legalized weed they got rid of all the weed lounges. There's one place left in Toronto that's still open as a weed lounge, but it there's signage everywhere saying uh, this is a research facility. <laughs> so that's how they get away with it. Hey. So it's just like everybody in there is just a scientist, but they all they're like fucking dab rig. They're lighting up with a blowtorch, which is like beyond me weed wise. Like I just like I smoke joints. Like that's like. 
that's fucking craziness to me. That's, like, that's the shatter, right? Like doing, doing, like, yeah, yeah. See, I've never done the shatter. Like Steve, I don't know if you what this is, know what this is, but this is like I'm concentrated. still, I'm still picturing, I'm still picturing Doug walking into this place wearing a fucking lab coat and and like a pocket <laughs> protector because it's 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 all a science uh, experiment. Yeah, just a couple different beakers. Like that's how you get in. It's the fucking Irish handcuffs. I don't know. Yeah, one one really high guy showing up dressed as Beaker from the Muppets because he heard that's a sciencey thing. Yeah. Well, I that's guess what I want. Like research, like, it must be a loophole that uh, it's got to be in the book somewhere if that's what uh, if that's what they're doing. But uh, hey, good for them. I uh, you know yeah. if, if you can get away with it, you can get away with it. Um, yeah. So you said you 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 smoked a joint for tonight. Yeah, yeah, a couple. Yeah, I got uh, some super lemon haze, oh, nice sativa. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I picked up a variety pack again because it's Christmas time, so all the stores have variety packs. Ooh, is that the potluck? No, but pot. Uh, so they're out of the potluck right now, but they're getting that in next week. And potluck has got four different uh, varieties in there. This is the yeah. uh, good vibrations from Live a variety pack. So, um, so today I'm smoking a a sativa dominant hybrid called something about Larry. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never think about Larry. Yeah. I've never had this before, but, uh, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go big with this now, uh, Steve, um, I don't know if you know this. We actually, what are we, this is episode four. We have a super fan now. Um, her name is Karen. Now Congrats, she's, guys. she's oh, well, I, I'm sure you probably have some super fans. Uh, uh, is, your way. is she well? No, Karen is perfectly sane. She's the one that liked the, uh, the way I heard it. Mike Rowe recommendation on podcast one. And I mentioned her, but the thing I, 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 I said she was from Nova Scotia, but she, she messaged me to, to correct me to tell me that it's actually New Brunswick. And like, I don't know how East coasters are about being sort of geographically pinned to the wrong location. So I just wanted to put that out there now. So like, I've never been to the East coast. I don't know what they're like. Steve, you were there this summer. Like New Brunswick is fucking gorgeous. Like I, I always thought New Brunswick was that province you kind of drive through to get to the Maritimes and, and out there, but fucking place is gorgeous. It's, it's a, a wonderful place. Um, the, pot shops i did notice because we pulled up by one um the they're they're like ocs they're i think they're run by the province but they're like an lcbo really fancy looking there's uh so for for the pot side of it of the podcast out there i i caught notice because they were really flashy looking um yeah but no it's it's an awesome province have you been out east there doug I'm assuming you've been. No, I haven't. Really? No, I haven't actually been out east. No, I would love to. I was going to say about like pot shops. It's crazy. Like I worked at a weed store for a little while. It's crazy the amount of power you have working in a weed store, you know, because like weed isn't the same as alcohol. Like a Mickey of vodka and a Mickey of whiskey are going to hit you roughly the same way. Right. Like different strains can well, like, affect yeah. you wildly. I guess it's and true. they come in the same package. They look exactly <laughs> the same. It's like this one you'll have you'll think Family Guy's a little bit funnier, or you can smoke this one and you'll question all of your relationships. Like, that's, <laughs> you don't want that. And they like, look when, exactly the same. When you walk into it, and Mark, I think we're throwing off the whole thing. Cause, well, we're, no pot is usually the first yeah, one, so yeah, we're good. Yeah, but, we, we start with pot always. You, I, I, you know, people walk into a, a LCBO and it's that, you know, hoity toity. I want a wine that's got 
notes of walnuts and fucking macadamia nuts or whatever in it. Whereas, you know, when people go to, to a pot shop or a dispensary, they're, they're legitimately going in and, and in a lot of cases need real info. It's not like, is this Sauvignon better than a fucking Shiraz or what? I don't know anything about wine, but I mean, they're asking some questions to be snobby and snootish, but in a pot shop, like they are legit going in and, and saying, look, I, I need something. I don't, I'm a lightweight yeah. or I'm new or whatever. These are I the mean, terpenes that I like. Yeah, These are the ones yeah. I'm looking for. Absolutely. Like there's yeah. a lot of important stuff. You almost yeah. have to be well, like a, like a weed sommelier in, the, in that case. Cause like at the liquor store, they just have to know where the whiskey is and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But like at the weed store, they need to know exactly like what your, what effect this is going to have on you. Right. Yeah. No, no one walks always... into the LCBO and says, you know, you know, I, I just turned 19. I'm going to have my first drink here now. Uh, you know, what effect is this going to have on me? I mean, it's, it's fucking booze. You're going to get drunk. You're going to do stupid things and you're going to find uglier people attractive. I mean, that's what booze does. And that's how I found, uh, that's how Dana found me. She was drunk (laughs) and uh, she's maintained that drunkness for the last 10 years. So if she hits, you keep keep sliding booze into her coffee in the morning just to keep the constant flow going. You're giving away the secrets here, buddy. Okay. So, yeah. Like, uh, I, I I know walk like, even myself, like, I've been a pot smoker for a long time. But even, like, myself walking into a pot store, because there's so many options. And so, and even, like. Almost too much. Like, I can only imagine, because, like, I've only smoked weed since it's been legal. Like, I'm. I'm too much of a coward. Like I could only do drugs in a place where I could go to the police. If I saw them on the street and be like, pardon me, where can I buy some drugs? <laughs> like I need their approval in order to feel comfortable to buy drugs. But like, yeah, I worked at value buds for a bit. There's like hundreds of strains. So you're crazy. You're a relatively new smoker. Like only the last, what, four years yeah. in. Okay. So... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like the last like two really actually smoking. So, Oh wow. Okay. So what got you into it? Was it just the legalization? Like, were you like when it, what it was it... like, it was like legalization. And then, um, I actually, you know what? I had a crazy bad experience with edibles one time by accident because it was at Jason Allen's bachelor party <laughs> and uh, someone had given me what I thought were CBD pills, but oh. they were actually THC pills. Oh shit. And I'd never smoked weed, never done edibles before. We were at the mule in Hamilton, like this fancy taco restaurant. And Manolis is telling a story. He's like sitting beside me. It's like a big group of people. And I like the story. He's like, Hey, repeat that. And he's like, okay. And he grabs my shoulder. And then all of a sudden I feel like this weird, like, spread of warmth in my body and then my vision's just all fucked up and immediately just like the most high a person could ever be like i remember being so high i looked over beside me and there's a table of girls and i thought they were like laughing and pointing at me and i was like <laughs> oh fuck that's awful and i looked away and i looked back and they were gone and i was like what the fuck what the <laughs> fuck well like, like oh dude it was brutal that's pretty unfair especially like when you're not prepared for it and especially like if you've never like yeah. i'm assuming you probably got a lot of milligrams of uh, of thc in your first go right? it was a, even, that guy even i talked to him at jason's wedding he's like i've been smoking like for 20 years and those pills still knocked me on my ass like <laughs> we ended up going to an arcade afterwards dude i was so high the only game i could play was like the driving game so i got to sit down and i basically i just got eighth place the whole time so i just had my four ways on it's on the side of the highway just like <laughs> someone uh, help me <laughs> nice 
oh took very a road nice. flare like oh dude it was br- it was only like hours later i finally started like coming out of it and was able to go up to jason and be like i was high <laughs> so now do you find like you're you're like you're, you're you don't get as high anymore are you are, are you a little bit uh are you better at handling oh your yeah weed? yeah yeah, I'm basically like a daily smoker at this point. So my tolerance is pretty high nice, compared nice. Yeah, to that's all those around me. Tolerant. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, like, are you like a wake and bake guy? Uh, I try not to if I'm going to work. You know, I don't want to be high at work. Not like for any performance issues, more just because it slows down time for me and work will just feel longer, <laughs> you know? Nice. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and yeah, but all the con days I'm not working. Yeah. Like wake and bake is nice. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 so daily, like it's cause I don't typically work in, until like the afternoons. So sometimes I'll like, I'll wake up. I'll just, you know, nice little quick way to start the day, get your, get my head in the right space and everything. But Steve, I'm going to assume yeah. once again, you're not high for today's podcast. I am not high, not for today. And I have never tried to find out the, 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 grammatically correct to say this i've never woken and baked or or, or waked and and cooked I've, no you've never woken boat i never woken boat <laughs> i'm not quite sure what how the right way to say that is but no i have never experienced the wake and bake um yeah no i'm have yeah. you ever smoked weed ever uh smoked weed i smoked weed probably about 15 years ago was the last time i probably smoked um, and that was a joint that Mark gave me. And you want to talk about your story about being high one day on this podcast, we will have to go into the story of, of that because it wasn't legal yet. Mark gave me a joint that I brought home and I wanted to, to try it with my wife and, and, you know, it wasn't legal. So same as you paranoid beyond all paranoid. So I, yeah. I lit a fire in the backyard, did the whole bit to try and cover the smell. Of course, I didn't cover shit. But so I was so worried about getting caught that my wife took a drag and I wanted this to go quickly. So I was hauling to my toes over and over and over. I probably yeah, it's the only way to get rid of it. Yes. The only way to get rid of it. I was so the 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 I realized how high I was because when you're talking about that warming sensation, yeah. I got the same thing on my ankles because I was holding a cup of coffee and I lost the ability to hold the mug. And it just started dangling and pouring coffee all over my shoes and my ankles. So, but no, I, the only thing I've done since it's been legal is an edible and I've done it maybe two or three times, uh, maybe four times, but uh, no. Those edibles on the legal market are nice because they're like so, such a low dose. Yeah. They don't really affect you that much. I actually, I remember I had one once at the one dispensary I worked at the day that my bike got stolen from there. So like, I got outside of the dispensary and I saw my bike was stolen, but I was already a little bit high off the edible, so I couldn't even be properly mad. I was just like, ah, <laughs> my bike's gone. And then I was just carrying my bike seat because I had my seat inside with me. I was just carrying my seat home, just oh. walking home. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel bad. Fucking Hamilton, man. Did you? Did, I, I'm <laughs> assuming you goes. never got the bike back. Is that? Uh... No, no, God, no. <laughs> no. Did you just put the seat between your legs and pretend to ride around and just confuse the shit out of the other high people? I should have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a fun pod or uh, fun pot talk today, guys. Uh- we got to get to uh, our main topic, which is our podcast tonight. Um, now, Doug, you have referred um, five podcasts for us today. But before we get into those, because mm-hmm. you are our first guest. 
that has their own podcast. So I want to you know ask yes. you a couple of questions that way. So like, how do you sure. how do you like having your own podcast? I like it. I also this is my second podcast I've had, and it's nicer that I do it with someone else because it's nice to have someone who kind of holds you accountable to record all the time. Cause I was very sporadic in my recording of the other one. And, you know, it's nice to have another person's input, especially when it's like someone you have like good rapport with, like yeah, my buddy Tim that I do it with, like I've known him in standup since like literally his first set ever. Cause like I was the host of like uh, the poacher show and he was like coming out to watch a lot. And Obviously, if you watch amateur comedy at that level, like I, you just know that you want to do it. Like, there's no other reason he would be here all the time. And so, like, I introduced myself to him. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm Doug. What's your name?" And he's like, oh, "I'm Tim." I was like, oh, "What's your last name?" He's like, "Nicholson." I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, you're fifth on the list, so I still got <laughs> some time. But like, you know, get your stuff together because you're going up fifth. Because he'd already been there like four or five times watching. And I was like, "Come on, you just need the shove to actually." Oh, that's nice. Sign yeah. up, so and yeah. and well, so and you been guys there from like literally the start of his comedy career. So, uh, that... so now with your podcast, do you uh, do you find that it helps you like flesh out material for your stand-up game too? Like, are, are you like for sure? Are you, or does it give you a lot of material? It's yeah, it helps you flesh out material. It gives you material. Uh, I think a lot for us, like during the pandemic, starting the podcast was about a way to workshop material. You know, like kind of the same way that you workshop bits on the way to and from shows. Like, yeah. it's kind of stupid the way that me and Tim operate a lot of times that like we'd both be like, you know, clamming up on stage and then just like these two fucking like the frogs from Looney Tunes, like dancing for each other in the car the whole time. <laughs> and then, you know, being well, you're quieter kinda, on stage or something. You're kind of lucky you 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 uh, have a good cold co-host co-pilot for the uh for your podcast i mean the one i'm on the guy's a fucking dick so i mean other than that okay um, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that after the podcast oh, fight, you know. fight, fight. <laughs> I, i'm getting i'm getting my pay doc i think uh, this ain't gonna end well for me um, well yeah. i guess the question is done okay. for me how long have you been doing your podcast um i think this week will be like our 44th episode so like almost a year like coming Holy up on a shit. year. Nice. So yeah. have you gone back to listen to your first episodes or earlier episodes to see like, if you feel like there's been like improvement or any kind of changes or. There's definitely been improvements. And the more I listen to myself, the more I see the improvements as well, even as painful as it is to listen back to the podcast. Sometimes I do have to, because I'll hear how often I'm saying like, and shit like that. And it's almost, I found myself like almost king speeching myself by listening to my own podcast, you know, like you almost, uh, you almost gain some self-confidence sometimes from there's been episodes have been editing of my own podcast. I remember one episode with Tim and we had Kev Sheeler on as well and I'm listening to it and I was like, holy shit, this is legit a great episode of a podcast. I'm just so happy to be involved in this episode. Like I'm, I feel very thankful that I was a part of this episode, but like I, this is a podcast I would actually fucking listen to. I, 
like you know what i i because i'm just, like when i'm editing like the, the i've only edited like three episodes now but i totally like i'm listening to my voice i'm nitpicking the things that like i'm saying you know a lot or i'm smacking my lips yeah. a lot and you're really you, you criticize yourself a lot but like you said i think it does help you sort of recognize that and to to learn how to improve sure. your skill set because another thing I, re- I realized that i was forgetting a lot of like just simple phrases and then i would just mm-hmm. come up with a more exaggerated phrase that i didn't need to say and so it was yeah. like okay so you just gotta take your time and and yeah this is episode four and i i enjoyed it i've enjoyed our first three episodes but i yeah i'm picturing like maybe like by the time we get to 50 i'll come back to this and think jesus christ the only thing good on this episode was doug and steve or something right so you you've come a long way since the first one i mean it, it's it's a it's silly to say three in but even our we we for those that well those won't know because we did a we did a whole episode before episode one and <laughs> went back and listened to, that was shit that was horror like it was like two you have to get some practice out of your system you know like there's only one way to practice doing a podcast and to do the fucking podcast exactly so like, yeah. we, we, got it. Happen, we had you know? we had no script no no not even a fucking roadmap like it was just we turned on record and just mark hit the record button and so it was like so you you like stuff i mean that's what we did for, <laughs> that's, for that's, like an hour and a half that's basically like now yeah. like i got a clipboard with notes and stuff so that's i can great. keep track yeah. of how things are going and so yeah. yeah, and I like I'm loving this so far, and and I enjoy, like I listen to your podcast. Uh, I mentioned that to you earlier, oh, and, yeah. and it's I enjoy listening to it. Like I think you guys have a great rapport. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be the fifth podcast you're going to recommend today, Doug. So cool. that that's a bold said, move recommending your own podcast. Hey, I think I I want everyone. Like, I'd prefer my own podcast. Why not? So um, to start things off, Doug. Um, I'm going to let you pick uh, which podcast other than your own. We're going to start with uh, for the referrals today. Um, I'll go with uh, the one I know the most about because I've been listening to it. The most recently is pod meets world. I've been listening to that nonstop. It's basically a re rewatch, like recap podcast of boy meets world with the, uh, the main cast, except for, the boy like except for Corey, like he just didn't want to do a podcast so it's like topanga sean and eric are doing like commentary on it and you hear all the stories from behind the scenes and like i don't know i find that shit fascinating well i because i know you 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 mentioned it on your own podcast once so then and so for anybody that so anybody that doesn't know um boy meets world was a sitcom an abc sitcom and it ran from uh, 1993 to the year 2000 um, and, yeah. uh, the main star of it was, uh, what was his name? Ben, uh, no, uh, Fred Savage. Savage. That's yeah. right. So Fred yeah. Savage's brother. Um, I actually, yeah. I did a little research here for you, Doug, cause you're such a big fan of pod piece, nice. pod meets, uh, or boy meets uh, world. So, um, while most sitcoms are canceled due to low ratings, boy meets world was cut when its ratings were arguably the highest. ABC wow. would rather have continued it. However, Sean and Corey were accepted to Columbia and Stanford, so they had to. So they were off to university in real life, and that's why they had to cancel the show. But uh, yeah. I think there were, yeah, yeah, I think they were all very over the series by that, end, which makes sense, dude. Like, did you know before you even get the job, they make you sign a contract? Like in your audition, they'll make you sign a contract, or at least back then for like seven seasons before you even know if you get the job. 
Really, because just they have want to, commit to lock your life, you in right? at that lowest rate possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a hey baseball. That's why a lot of shows only get to seven seasons, right? Oh, and then that's why a lot of shows end at that. And then if a show gets past that, it's like. They were able to renegotiate. Big money. Getting okay. a shit ton of money. Is that know? why Steve like, Carell left the office after season seven then? Probably. Oh, shit. I know that was one of the things that happened with um, uh, Kevin James and um, Kevin James and uh, King of Queens. Was It yeah. got to the point where his contract was up and, and he was just, not just, but he, he was a stand-up guy before heading in. But I guess it's it's he was a savage. His brother was famous. It's not like they just found someone off the street. So they they kind of yeah. knew they had some acting chops. But so, um, um, Doug, I gotta ask you. Here's a quick quiz. Quiz. What is Corey's? Oh, what is Corey's real or what is his name short for? Corey. Yeah. His name is short Cornelius? for Cornelius. Yes, very good. Yeah, that was they. They uh, apparently that was explained in the very last episode that uh, oh. that, that Corey is uh, his name is Cornelius. Um, I like when they drop stuff like that in the final episodes of stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I was actually when I was researching Boy Meets World because I I'd seen it a few times, but because it, it was like one of those Friday yeah. night ABC shows, right? Yeah. And, you know, like 93 to 2000, that was 16 to 23 in my age range. So I wasn't spending a lot of Friday nights at home. We were. Dr- I guess you're like a bit older, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not Corey's age. Yeah. Like, How old are you? Talk about an 11 year old. I'm 30. Oh, are you? Th- OK. Yeah. So that would make sense. So in 93, you would have been. So I think I kind of watch like the reruns. I think I watched when they got sold to like Disney or oh, something okay. like that. Nice. Yeah. So I wouldn't have, because I would have been one years old when the show started. Oh, shit. So 90, oh, probably yeah, not geez. watched it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. at that age for sure. So now, is this like, is this an like hour long? Uh, like, what, what are we looking at lengthwise? Yeah. It's like, a, it's hour long. They'll have like a show recap episodes where they'll go through the episode. Like, sometimes it's fascinating because you see what jokes like stood the test of time which ones are kind of outdated and you're like, Oh God, I can't believe they <laughs> said shit like that. Yeah. And then they'll have like uh, guest stars from the show on too. So for a long time, they had something they basically referred to as the death chair because for a long time they were trying to get it to be Corey and two friends. So it's Corey, Sean and another guy. And they kept filling this chair with different actors. And they would do like an episode or two and then get fired. So it was like the death chair. So it's like, you hear about all that stuff too. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just excited for more answers because there's a lot of characters that just disappear from the show and I've just kind of had to fill in the holes by doing my own digging on Wikipedia to see what happened to them in their careers. <laughs> and so the teacher, I can't wait to get actual answers. Was the teacher's name, was it Mr. Feeney or Mr. Finney? Or what Mr. Was Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Feeney. Has he been on yet? Yeah, him and his wife. Is yeah, he still he's alive? As fuck. Yeah, wow. dude. Jeez. I heard a story that someone broke into his house. Someone broke into like the real Mr. Feeney's house. His name's Bill Daniels. And the the uh I almost said the killer. The the robber realized <laughs> that it was Mr. Feeney, and Mr. Feeney had like a heart to heart with this guy. Oh wow. And, like talked him out of a life of crime. And then he just left the house. Oh while his wife was like, calling 911. Yeah. yeah, I guess was... all those words of wisdom he learned, like he got from uh, Boy Meets World. He just remembered his lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm assuming this is a family-friendly podcast as well, then. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty family friendly. Yeah, they, I, yes, they bleeped out the word shit. I, I was listening earlier, and they bleeped out shit. So that's a pretty good sign that it's a family friendly podcast. Nice, nice. Well, if they're tied to Disney, I'm sure the uh, the the mothership makes sure that anything that's still tied to Disney is is as clean as possible. Hey, man, look- did you guys? Ha- have you ever heard the uh, my favorite conspiracy theory? Because like no one gets hurt and is in it is the uh, the theory that Disney's Frozen, like the movie Frozen, was only made so that when you Google Disney's Frozen, all of the searches are about the movie and oh. not about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. Oh, isn't that oh. nice? Isn't that a nice theory? I no could t- I, I could totally fun. see that. I could like I you yeah. know it would surprise me these the way these algorithms work and everything they just yep let's make a right? movie to fuck over uh, to, to, to bury a yeah. rumor. Yep, for sure. I bet you you'd have to you'd have to go a lot you have to go a lot of pages deep now. Now, to get those kind of stories again. from from what I understand, that is just a rumor. He is he was he was cremated, and there's no part of Disney that's been frozen for the future. But uh, you know, I'm sure the conspiracy theory will live on forever. Uh, time will tell. Now, Doug. Okay, so we're gonna go uh, on to your next podcast. What are we recommending now? Um, what else? I think I put a couple uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcasts on there because I'm going through. Uh, I went through a whole big Dungeons and Dragons phase. Uh, it started with the Adventure Zone, which is uh, one by the McElroy brothers, which was uh, great. They had like a whole 76 episode like story arc and like building these characters up and like this whole beautiful ending. Like I literally remember I was working this shit job at the time where I was like walking around a scrapyard, I was like shoveling crud, hated my life. And I'm listening to this podcast, like a headphone in my ear. And like the final line was just such a beautiful callback to something that's been happening the whole time through. I'm like weeping in the middle of this scrapyard. <laughs> really? Listening to this Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So yeah. does it, okay. So it's called uh, the adventure zone and it's, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's hosted by Justin Travis Griffin and Clint McElroy and uh, Justin yeah. Travis and Griffin also have the podcast. My brother, my brother and me. Uh, that uh, yeah. I was able to discover through. So now, so this, so it's 76 episodes and they're basically taking you through uh, like one, like one D and D campaign. Yeah. Campaign. That's the word. Yeah. 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 And they have like other campaigns they've done, like not to the same scale, but uh, that's like the main one that I've listened to by them. And it's, it's honestly, it's fantastic. So like you, uh, the inside jokes they do and all the stuff and like the character development and like the writing's just all really good. And they obviously like get along really well. And it's just like a really fun dynamic. And now is this, so this is a completed podcast series. Like it's, there's no more episodes coming out, correct? I think they're, do, they're doing some other like fantasy role-playing game stuff, yeah. but that, that story arc is done. Nice. Nice. And, uh, and yeah. are we talking family friendly here? Uh, I think it's pretty family friendly. Yeah. I think for the most part, I don't think there's that much inappropriate stuff. The other Dungeons and Dragons podcast I listen to though, not another D and D podcast. That's a little less family friendly, I'd say. And now is that, is that okay? So we'll talk about that one now then. So now uh, this one's called not another D and D podcast. And is it a similar to the adventure zone? You're, fo- you're following a campaign in that. Yeah, and um, they've had a couple different campaigns. Their first campaign, I think, was like 100 episodes. I just finished that a little while ago. But uh, the interesting thing about their campaign was they took it from the uh, the story was that they're in a world that's already been saved. 
like they they're in a world where three heroes already saved the day but now they're like seeing how the world's dealing with how it's been saved like yeah they got rid of this bad king and put in this like puppet king but like now what's he doing that's nefarious and like oh now the orcs have taken over this place because they got rid of that guy like what's going on over here and like they deal with like the issues being like these like side characters in this main character's world and then yeah it was so i don't do, know it's just a really it was a really fun one do you play a lot of D D, doug i used to back in the day when i lived in london uh a friend of mine uh kevin avram i don't know if you ever met him mark uh really funny comic in london he used to be our dm and we played a bunch uh i really like it it's just it's hard to find people who can commit to the time and then being a dm like a dungeon master is like a it's a hard job yeah, because like yeah, yeah you're making so, up the whole story, right? Like it's your your yeah. sort of it's because I have I have a, a friend of mine. He's been playing the same campaign with some buddies since like 1990 or something like that, and they get to wow. yeah, they get to get like it's it's uh, they get together a couple of times and they've sort of created campaigns within the campaign because they've I guess their yeah. characters are so advanced now, but uh, it's it's definitely it's still a game that's popular, right? Yeah. For sure. And I think it's only getting more popular with shows like uh, Stranger Things and stuff like that. Like uh, Dungeon Dragons is such a central part of that show. I think you're going to see a resurgence of the game itself from that. Also, I think they're making a Dungeons & Dragons movie soon. But honestly, Dungeons & Dragons, if you've never played it before, it's essentially just like fantasy improv. Yeah, a lot of fun. And if you have like a fun DM, it is a shit ton of fun. And with those podcasts, like I've found times where there's like a great moment on the adventure zone where they have this sword that they could buy. It's like the flaming raging poisoning sword of doom. It's 50,000 gold. It's like so incredibly expensive. They only get like a thousand gold per like huge story arc mission. Right. And then they have this thing for sale once and it's like this stick and it's like this bartering stick and you can uh, use it and you can give it to someone and then tell them it's like of some crazy value and then they'll they'll believe it, right? And so the guy buys the stick and then he turns around to the same guy and he's just like, hey, I have this stick that's worth like a lot of money. Like I'll trade you for the sword. And then he has to, because the way the game works, like he has to agree to the trade. So this guy gets the sword that they never thought he was going to get. I was literally like, it felt like, like a moment in like the Shawshank Redemption where like he escapes. Like I was like, what the fuck? How do you figure that out? Like it was so... So do you, find that, moment. do you find that a podcast like this and, and for people that are playing it, the, these two podcasts are, are good tools for especially the the newer D&D players to go and learn or, or get some stuff for their campaigns and pick up some ideas? Is that is that one of the good ways or good reasons for listening? Yeah, I think like that's for sure a good way. Also, just like seeing the game played well, you know, like any time where you're seeing a game played well, I think is useful time in in improving your own game to a certain degree right but uh even just seeing like the problem solving skills and like again it's just like the improv like you just have to go with what your people want to do like i remember one time i was playing DD and we get to this new town and we ask our dm like kevin we're just like uh what's in town what can we do and he's like oh there's a couple different places there's this there's a bar there's this there's this there's a strip club there's that we're like whoa what's the strip club what's the strip club and he's like i I don't know it's called rumple blumpkins and we're just like 
Rebel Vulcans, let's go there. <laughs> so like we made him, we forced him to like make a story there. And then one of our guys ended up getting like some side mission <laughs> and doing it at the same time. Like it was just, you know, it's so much fun. Yeah. And and just for for you know the, those listening, there is a D and D movie coming out. I did see the preview when I went to go see Wakanda Forever. Uh stars nice. the incredibly handsome Chris Pine. So if nothing else, Ooh, it's, oh, it's worth wow, going because okay. Chris Pine's in it. It's nice. it, like it's super CGI. Like it looks big time blockbuster. So for the D and D fans, it's uh, it, it looks like it's gonna be exciting. So so Doug, nice. uh, with the not another D and D podcast. So like are the, uh, are there multiple campaigns that you can go listen to, and it, or or is it just one campaign? I think they do have a couple campaigns. I've started listening to another campaign, but you know, it's almost like when you have like a book hangover, you know, when you finish a really good book and you're kind of in that in-between space. Like I kind of feel that way after finishing that first campaign with those characters, because now it's like those same actors doing different characters. And I just assume they're, I miss their voices of the old characters oh, okay. they did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just want to see more progression in those characters' stories. But, you know, at the same time, like, you did 100 episodes. I can't. And they're, like, two-plus-hour episodes. I can't Oh wow! ask that's, you to do are the, too Is that much. what you're yeah. getting? So, so like, 100 episodes at two-plus two hours each, eh? Is that is yeah, that the same like for the Adventure Zone nice. as well? Um, they for sure have, like, a ton of episodes, too. I think their main campaign was 70-something, 76, maybe. And, and you're maybe? talking, like, two-hour episodes? I think it was like that towards the end though, they were like marathon episodes, like two, three hours. Okay. Like the finale is like three hours, like, but it's, it's great. And that's the it's one that made stuff. you cry the finale. Yeah. That's the one that oh. made me tear up at that <laughs> scrapyard. Yeah. Woo. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. So we have two podcasts left. And since we're talking about yours last, the next one will be American glutton. Uh, and that's yeah. uh, hosted by Ethan. So what was it? What was it? Supley? Ethan Suplee, yeah, Suplee, this actually, yep. yeah, kind of ties into Pod Meets World because he was the the bully on Boy Meets World. He's the big bully guy, oh. but then he ended up losing a bunch of weight, and like he went from like six hundred pounds to now he's just under three hundred pounds, but just all muscle. Really, just like fucking huge, dude. He's like ripped, but I yeah, he'll have different people on the podcast, like different fitness people, and you know, different. And you know, Instagrammers and Steve, you're familiar with this podcast, right? I've never heard I've, it. I've heard a bunch of episodes. Yeah, he's he he's great because he awesome. went through a lot of stuff. Like he being in Hollywood, he went. If you see in see him in Meet the Titan Titans, um, he's famous for Earl and Meet the Titans in American History X. But um, if you see him in Meet the Titans, he's Doug. You, I think you said you've seen that movie. He's got to be like five or six hundred like he is yeah. a solid dude in that movie he's, but he's a big boy yeah but great podcast um i'm glad you recommended it because i had that on my list for one of the future episodes um yeah he's he's yeah great for anyone looking to do a lifestyle change or who's a little heavier set and know that this guy's gone 100 and, and well we're all three of us like we've all been bigger in our lives like i'm like yeah. i i've i've was a hundred pounds heavier than I currently am now. I know Steve. Wait, what are all what are all of our top weights, real quick? Okay, mine was like four four forty ish. I top I was three fifty two. That's the that most I ever saw on a scale. Okay, so four. Holy shit! I was the featherweight. Yeah, well, I, I was the featherweight. My biggest I was two seventy. 
275. Yeah, but you're a shorter guy, so like, yeah, on your frame, it, uh, it, it, you, you yeah, like it, if it you were, was there. This yeah, like a, this is almost like a thousand pounds on a podcast right now. Right. Well, crazy. that used hey, that to sounds, be. That, used that to sounds be a like a great title. A thousand pounds yeah. of podcast. Just, yeah, a nice. ton of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that I, the name of the strip club in that campaign you went into? <laughs> I uh, uh, of Lumpkins. Yeah. I'll never forget. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I think we're all, we're all familiar with sort of going through that, uh, that weight loss. Like I'm like, I'm currently two or two thirty two. I've, I've actually lost 13 pounds in the last couple of months. I'm gunning to get back to about two ten. So it's, uh, I kind of, I I did mine. Mine was Jenny Craig. I don't know if he talks about like, uh, about those kinds of okay. diets on the show and stuff like that, but like the uh, point system. Uh, no, that's um, uh, that's, oh, that's Weight Watchers. Watchers. That yeah, mine yeah. was the what's Jenny? Jenny was you ate frozen food like you you got your your meals were like you just microwavable oh, okay. like and it was just they basically gave you a chart and all like eat this at this time eat this at this time yeah it was like dieting for dummies you're like in prison oh yeah it was great i lost 127 pounds i was I ended Dude, up that's in a, awesome i ended up in a commercial with kirstie alley uh, it was yeah they flew me what? down yeah down really? to la it was it was just like 2009 it was great and they warned Dude, that's us fucking crazy uh they uh they warned us that if she took you uh like if uh, at lunch if she asked you to come to lunch with her to her trailer it meant that she was going to try to uh scientology you like get you uh, like she was going oh, to, yeah, shit. yeah, it was, uh, she's trying to try and read your fucking fate. And love it. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, like, I don't know if he, if he, if he speaks to those kinds of things, but, uh, I find, yeah, like just be like that, that healthy information has got to be great. Cause I know I've seen you even yeah. like post about it on like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Right. Yeah. Cause he had just like a lot of stuff that I think would have been great when I was starting out to, to hear, you know, just one of those things about, like the bigger you are, like if you start lifting weights, you'll put on the muscle mass for that frame. And then you just lose, you just work on losing the fat, just have a high protein, high protein diet, lose that fat. And then you have the muscle mass of a guy of a higher body weight. And it just makes you look better. You know, then you don't have to worry about like finding a shirt that looks good on you because you look good on you and you just put yeah. whatever on top of you and you look great. Yeah. That's what muscle yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Have, have a listen, Mark. It, it is a great show. Not all pre, not preachy by any stretch. I mean, he's yeah. uh, and he's a good speaker, and he gets guests on like true people the, that are science. The episodes based. with uh, yeah, the episodes with Mike Isratel are my yes. favorites. He is he is a genius. He's hilarious, and he's just like uh, I don't know. He has a great way of explaining stuff. You know, just like talking about like the obesity epidemic. Like imagine explaining that to Thomas Jefferson. Like he's like, uh, oh, like all oh, the everyone has so much food, like it's great, and he's just like, actually, you no know, people have you know too much food. They're actually really struggling with their weight, and he's like, what? Like this is this solves all of our problems. What are people even mad about? And like, just great analogies about like, imagine if when you put gas in your car, if you didn't use all of that gas that you put in that day, it got stored as weight on your car. Like imagine how carefully oh. you would load your car yeah. with gasoline that's almost oh, like that's how you have to look at yourself yeah. while dieting right oh shit because you would yeah, never just yeah. like shovel a bunch of exit because it's just a fucking waste of your money yeah putting yeah. in excess shit he says as he's eating candy for like fucking the last fortnight straight i've been <laughs> so bad on my diet i'll get back on 
Yeah, that's. But, I've been I've been pretty happy with myself lately. I've I've just uh, like the thing you gotta you, is patience. It's 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 not like it's not a sprint. Yeah. It's a marathon. It's you know take your time. Don't you know, like don't say this got to be done in two. And like you know like lower expectations, right? Don't don't sit there and 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 say hey I got to lose like three pounds a week. Like if you're losing like a pound or half a pound a week. Like I start progress is progress. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm down 13 pounds. I started in September. It's, it's end of November. I, and, and it's just, it's, it's, awesome. it's coming along nice and slow. And it's just all yeah. I did this. I just, we just stopped drinking pop. That was literally our, like we were going through like pop a case of Coke in a week in our house. Just me and my wife. It was yeah. just like, okay, let's stop that. And uh, I used to drink an obscene amount of pop at my heaviest dude. I used to drink like six to eight liters of pop a day. What? A day. Oh my god! I could like the I could polish off two like liters disgusting. in a night. Oh my, jeez, that's. I uh... can't, Doug. I can't picture drinking that much fluid, uh, like pop or I couldn't right? drink six liters of water a day. Yeah. It's yeah, astonishing. Yeah, the fact that like I was just drinking like four thousand calories. Okay, insanity. So I got a question for you because sometimes, like when I would used to like eat out, I would eat out a lot. So sometimes, like if I ordered like what felt like should be a meal for two people. I, I would yeah. pretend it was actually like when I'd go there and they say, do you want like <laughs> knives and forks? I'd say, yeah, give me a pair. Cause we need like, you know, so it didn't seem like I was going to be eating it all to myself. It was, yeah. I don't know if that's something you guys ever did, but uh, that was definitely. He no, actually my, talks I, about doing that on his podcast, but uh, I was going to ask since we're all former fat guys or like former fatter guys, uh, do you guys have like a favorite fat snack? Cause there's some like fat as fuck stuff I used to do. Like one of my favorites to do, I used to buy like a loaf of French bread, like a whole big loaf of bread <laughs> and a brick of cheese. And I would take a bite of bread, a bite of cheese <laughs> and I'd fucking finish both. Oh my okay. God. Whole loaf this... of bread. Boom. Whole brick of cheese while having like a two liter of Coke to wash it all down. Nice. Oh, this is, this is going to get embarrassing, but I don't think I've even told my wife this it. one. So for oh, me, was... yeah. here we go. Dish. Maria cookies, you know those Maria cookies you get in the sleeve, like they're the tea cookies or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd get a sleeve of Maria cookies, take half of it, put it in a gigantic glass, put a bunch of milk in it, wait till the cookies got soft, stir it all up, and had like a five thousand calorie glass of milk. <laughs> oh my god! It's like not a protein shake. Wow! It was just like a, like a carb shake. It was a, no, oh yeah, my it was, lord! It try it it is delicious now you try it with I a couple maria amazing. cookies and some milk but yes i used to take half a sleeve i'd find the biggest fucking glass i could find in our kitchen jam them all in there break them in pour milk wait till the cookies got soft and stir it all up and then just uh, yeah. chug. oh man yeah just so make sure no one's looking like do a quick left right and then yeah no i I'd, I'd, I'd be in the closet crying and hiding my shame yeah it was fine <laughs> yeah, as you should yeah oh <laughs> Okay, so one of my favorite, it was a meal. I used to love to, whenever, so when payday came on a Thursday, this was my uh, after work meal because this was when I was the richest for two weeks. I would, um, I would go there, there used to be a hamburger chain Licks and, um, and they, uh, and there was a Licks in Brawny in Oakville where I used to live and right next to it used to be a Quiznos. So I would go to the Quiznos and I would get myself a foot long chicken carbonara, like one of their, Ooh, like on one of the nice breads and all that. And then I'd walk yeah. over to uh, Licks 
And I'd order these. They had these fries called taters and cream. So it was like it had like sour cream and cheese and chives and bacon bits. So I'd order two of those. Right. Because, you know, one wasn't enough. And that was like, like that was. My, and then, yeah, I'd have the two liter bottle of whatever at home to, you know, to, to slush that down with. But, yeah, that was that was probably my favorite, like, you know, fat guy meal of all. That's time. a slippery slope of like being fat is getting two of everything. Yeah. Like, oh. Everything's for sale. <laughs> two for whatever. Two for whatever. I'm like, well, I'm an idiot to not yep. get two. Exactly. Like, I don't need two. I don't yeah. need two bags of candy. I don't need two <laughs> bottles of pop. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, One thing I had in my notes about your show, Doug, um, the other cool thing about Ethan on his show is he goes through that stuff. He goes through the flying overseas. Like early on, he talks about a trip he did like to Romania or Transylvania to film some movie and being in an airplane and just being embarrassed by the size of himself. And and he talks about some of those things he did, but he's more connected. I mean, he's not a D-list celebrity, but on his podcast, He's had some famous friggin' people on his some well, he's famous too, but some really famous yeah. people as guests. Yeah. Yeah, no, he does pretty good. He does pretty good. He has like some other people I remember listening to when I first started losing weight. Like there's this guy on YouTube called Obese to Beast. And he was one of the first people whose videos I found when I was like trying to lose weight because uh it would be like four things everyone does that they think are healthy that aren't. And it was like, you know, buying those boat, those boathouse farm fruit drinks that you think are yeah. healthy. Cause it's in the fucking vegetable section, but it's actually <laughs> just packed full of sugar and shit. Like how much do they pay Walmart to be beside the vegetables? And it's just like a sugar. It's no better than fucking buddy over there with his cookie milkshake. <laughs> it's basically that, but it's got a strawberry on the cover of it. And you're like, oh, okay, this is healthy, man. Yeah, they, they they strap the non-GMO logo on the bottom left. They're like, oh well, this is healthy. This has to be good. Yeah, if it doesn't have GMOs, it means it's just melting fat off your body. Exactly. I might as I was going to do some some sit-ups and ride the exercise bike, but this Pepperidge Farm uh, beetroot. Smoothie, I'm good. I just keep slamming these. Yeah, look, I'm <laughs> eating eight cucumbers right now. Like, no, you're not. You're not. You're really not. Oh, I love it. Nice. Okay, so we've uh, we've been through four of your recommendations, Doug, and now on to the final mm-hmm. recommendation. Now, this is your podcast, so I, I'll mm-hmm. introduce it for you. It's a fan. I I listen. To, I I enjoy listening to it. I think uh, I think you and Tim have great rapport. Thanks, um, it's called Best Worst Friends. Uh, Doug, I'll let you, uh, I'll let you go from there. Well, it's basically a podcast, um, with me and my, uh, best worst friend, Tim Nicholson, who have been former roommates before we've lived in the same living room at a time. We lived in a comedy house with like five other comedians where like one of us was in the dining room. One of us was in the living room sort of scenario. So it's just like us shooting the shit and like pitching bits or just like bitching about shows bitching about our lives, just what we're going through and stuff. So yeah, it just kind of follows the ups and downs of uh, our lives. And like, it's followed, you know, Tim in the job search and he actually recently got a job where he's going to start at like 85 K, which is insane. Yeah. Well, I, I heard the last episode and uh, yeah, he was pretty stoked because I think by January, if he was jobless, he was what moving back in with the parents, I think. Yeah. Like he was, it was a crunch time for him because like it, it sucks applying for jobs right now. Like it's such a brutal 
process like every employer they send you so many assignments and stuff it feels like they're fucking jigsaw oh it's like i want to play a game like, it's brutal it's, it's like here insanity okay, download your resume and then you go to the next page and then it's like just rewrite your entire <laughs> yeah, resume, your resume. In this spot it's like what the fuck just yeah like you it's got to be easier than this yeah answer these hundred questions like what am i a fucking tv star signing the seven-year contract <laughs> for this like this is ridiculous that i'm putting this much effort into this well, well, good for Tim. That's uh, that's fantastic. Now, yeah. So you, yeah. Th- this is uh, like, yeah. You guys t- touch on just about everything. Uh, you know, whatever's sort of happening in your week, and and, and this is a weekly podcast, correct? Yes. Yes. Nice. And I'm assuming is it like eighteen? Not not family friendly. I would say, yeah. Don't let children listen to it. I wouldn't feel comfortable if children listen to it. It's almost like when I'm doing a show and I see a child in the audience, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like you shouldn't have to hear this from me. <laughs> like maybe this is your parents like excusing themselves from having to grow you up in this way. Like they just did, you know, let a stranger say it to you instead. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's better than like the way the other people found out. Like uh, I remember, I remember finding out about oral sex when I was like in grade four, because uh, my and mom she was, was a hell watching... of a teacher. Yeah, she was great, man. Uh, I was watching Mari with my mom, and there was a guy on Mari who had cheated on his wife with his mother-in-law. He performed oral sex with her or something like that. I remember asking my mom what that was, and she explained it to me. So I learned because of Mari. So maybe it's better that they learn at comedy shows. I don't know. Now you said you're, what, 40-something episodes into this? Yeah, I think we'll be recording the 44th this week. So, yeah. Nice. Um, and yeah, I listen. I like I've I've subscribed to yours. I, I catch it uh, as often as I can. Thanks, man. Um, I uh, I know on your you know, your more more recent one. Yeah. 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 Had a bit of a setback in life. But, uh, you know, you yeah. and that's the thing is you, you're you, you share like you're sharing everything about yourself really on there, aren't you? Yeah. Well, it's just I like the the honesty of just, uh, you know, answering whatever questions come up in the moment. Like even the old podcast, I had uh, Cone Inquiries or Cone Inquiries, depending on how you pronounce it, because I pronounced it one way and the guy did the theme song pronounced it another way. But I decided any time someone asked me a question, I would answer it honestly. And I remember Tim actually one time (laughs) asked me the question, like, have you ever is this podcast family friendly? Oh, yeah, go. No, 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 no. Swear away. Oh, okay, I can yeah, say whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. Okay. Tim asked me, he's like, have you ever tasted your own cum? And then, you know, parts, part of you wants to be like, no, I, I don't want to answer that. But then I had to feel like, yeah, when I, I remember when I was like 12, I like, you know, I gave it a shot. Yeah. And it honestly became a bit I tried for years. Like it was a, it was a funny bit to work on. Yeah. That's... You know, not a lot of people like admitting to that stuff, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny to like address all that stuff to, you know, sometimes you get laughter because people are laughing, you know, at you. And then some people are laughing because they've probably had a shared experience of like, <laughs> yeah, I fucked up and I don't want to talk about it either, but I'll laugh at this guy. Oh, that's fair. Oh, that's nice. That's, well, it's it's nice that you're that honest with the audience and, and, you know, you're not you're not holding anything back. Right. No, no, I like I like being honest with people. That's a, that's fantastic. Well, you know, Doug, you've, you've like you've given us some fantastic recommendations this week. 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely, I, I make it uh, uh, my mission to listen to at least one of them. I already listened to yours, so I'm going to try to listen to another one of your recommendations this week. But, uh, you know, definitely some fantastic uh, fantastic options uh, to, to, uh, to listen to. But as per usual... We uh we have our two uh Steve and I both recommend a uh, a podcast and I'm realizing right now mm-hmm. that Steve I don't even know what podcast you're recommending this week so this is going to be a bit of a surprise to me too. Well, I uh didn't know that we were allowed but fuck I'm recommending Mark Loves Podcast Pets and Pod. It's hey, uh, uh... <laughs> two Dennis uh, podcasters a week long episode Inception but... right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm bringing that out again later. I'm not going to burn that one now. But uh, no, one is one that uh, you actually, I think you recommended it to me or I recommend, I don't know. We we both ended up listening to it, whether I think we knew it or not. Um, but uh, we, we actually talked about it quickly last week. Uh, for me, it's it's one called Whistleblower. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've, uh, and- I, I've I recall that one. Yeah. Yeah, Whistleblower was, um, it it was a a limited series uh, podcast. Uh, I think it was only eight episodes, eight or nine episodes. Um, So I, when the Raptors made it to uh, the the finals and and won the championship, I I started to realize, you know, I... I'm going to get back into basketball. I watched it leading in that season and, and everything else and started to realize that the purest, trying to find a purest sport where, you know, when people say, can you compare an athlete of today with an athlete of the past? There aren't a lot of sports that you can do that in. Um, I mean, I find soccer boring as shit, but that's one of them. But uh, basketball, you can compare Kawhi Leonard winning the championship with the Raptors to Michael Jordan because equipment essentially is the same there there wasn't a lot of changes um but whistleblower and, and i got onto this so it's essentially a podcast about um how corrupt referees are in the nba and and there was a whole layer of corruption um uh, and, and you don't think a lot about it because really you look at a hockey game and the referees have a lot of power but a ref can't really dictate the outcome of a game as much as they can in in basketball and a lot of these and i don't want to ruin a lot of it so i I, you know mark cut me off if i'm getting too deep into it but i'm trying to get people to listen to it without so it's basically it's it's telling the story of um of this one specific referee tim donahy he got uh he got busted for fixing games um and there was sort of um uh so yeah so he was he was he was sort of hel- uh he was helping a friend bet on these games and uh he was uh, shaving points and things like that calling fouls controlling the spread yeah sort of making sure the the game finished in a certain way um uh, yeah. to uh to uh facilitate uh, faci- facilitate um you know the outcome they wanted so um yeah. and it's it has uh, it's got um i think michael imperioli's in it um, and one of the other guys from uh, The Sopranos, they do, uh, they're not the host. There's somebody else that hosts it, but they come in and do, I think, sidebars in this um, in this podcast. Um, yeah, I enjoyed okay. it. It basically, um, it was sort of, it was sort of talking about how um, it was sort of alluding to how the NBA wants games to finish specific ways because, you know, they, you know, they would much prefer to see, let's say the Lakers versus the Knicks in the final instead of like the Indiana Pacers and the Minnesota Timberwolves or something. Right. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Um, and so how they've already, they're sort of like, there's this sort of, they're trying to guide the referees to sort of 
you know, in a specific direction and things like that. But it's, uh, um, it's based on, <clears throat> it's based on the story of Tim Donahue. And uh, yep. yeah, it is like, what, like you said, like eight, nine ten, episodes. I, I just looked it up. On. 10, it's 10 episodes. Each episode, um, is about 30 to 40 minutes depending on. So it's not a huge life commitment to, to get into it, but when you look at sport and, and we all, who are who those who are fans of sport i know mark's a big sports guy you watch it and you're trying to think you, you know is it is it pure is it the 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 whoever wins is it the best person on any given night that wins and this one really opened my eyes thinking again trying to find that purest sport thinking basketball was it and i gotta say after listening to that i got a little turned off of basketball because you watch the games and you know, there's so many fouls and so many penalties called in a basketball game versus a hockey game that you yeah. start to wonder with every call. It's like, son of a bitch. Yeah, it wasn't really a foul. What was that? And then you, it just got me second guessing every call. But well, it's a great series to listen to. Every every sport, every sport has, you know, like people will try to cheat. Look, like there's that, that thing recently with chess where they're claiming some guy was yeah, walking around. Yeah, the guy had the fucking thing, thing up, up his, his ass, ass, right? Yeah, the exactly. The vibrator up his ass and it was helping him cheat wild. apparently, right? Like that. So, you know, people will, whatever steps they can take to. Absolutely to, fucking wild. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. But uh, yeah, love, def- it, love it, though. Def- if there's a game, though, to do that. <laughs> Well, yeah, if there's if there's a you. way to cheat at podcasting, Mark, I think you take one for the team, buddy. I oh, think okay, you that's... Put one up there, and we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Anytime we're going too long, we just see Mark just <laughs> in the seat. We're like, okay, time to move on. Okay, well, that was Steve's recommendation this week. Uh, I, I've I've listened to this one before. I've enjoyed it. If you're if you're a sports person, uh, go ahead. Yeah, give it a try for sure. Um, so before I recommend mine, uh, I'm going to talk about. So last week we had some recommendations from our guest Sean. So I decided I was going to listen to an episode of uh, JRVP, the uh, Jesselnick Rosenthal Vanity Project. Uh, Doug, uh, Doug, is that something you've listened to before? No, but I like uh, Anthony Jesselnick. A yeah, lot. so it's uh, it's definitely it's interesting. It's uh, similar to like yours. It's a couple of buddies. They're chatting sort of about their lives, like you know, movies they've watched and all that. They they you know yeah. they'll come up with these hypothetical hypothetical questions. Um, they'll do like a headline section. So like uh, I, yeah. the episode I listened to today, I'll ask you this question. So this is what they. Had. So if let's say God came down and she was this beautiful woman, right? Like she was. Everything you ever thought you ever like the you knew exactly that she was the perfect woman for you. Everything was perfect yeah. about her. And she said to you, I want to be with you. But every time we have sex, I turn into a stag uh, for the duration of the sex. Would you uh, pursue a relationship with this person? This was the question that they asked themselves in today's podcast. And uh, like they become like a deer. Yeah, like the, she becomes like a male the, deer, but she still she has, has sex with a male deer, but she has a vagina. And male she has, has her vagina. the same she still speaks with the same voice. Does it have tits? No, no, no. This is this tits? is no a no stag tits. is I think it's a male, isn't it? I mean there's no breast there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I just know it's Harry's uh Patronus so, from but Harry like it Potter, would be it would be the lamest. perfect relationship 
other than that, would would you pursue it? And that was. But would that be the perfect relationship, Mark? Well, I don't know. Like, I, I'm assuming no. Like, yeah, exactly. Stand. I'd like I to have sex with a human be being. Relationship I, for me. I don't think I'd. But this was this was yeah. the question they asked. This was something they came up with and asked themselves today. So this is the kind of stuff. Like they also talked about this uh, Japanese gentleman who, uh, who who put seven and a half feet of jump rope um, in his urethra um, and just kept pushing it wow. in until it disappeared and then he had to go to the hospital to get it removed it's a magic trick for himself yeah that, that's it for you know? no reason so that like that so there you go that's some of the subject matter kind of covered in this one i enjoyed it it was um it was a little, like yeah it was it was good juvenile kind of fun it was uh, they weren't taking themselves too seriously um you know jesselnick talked about mm-hmm. a um uh, a movie that he he'd watched recently um uh, but yeah uh, you know about an hour long Definitely not family friendly. That was uh, you can you can you can avoid that completely. Um, but I will uh, never look at a magician pulling a scarf out of his sleeve the same way again. There you go. Well, that's <laughs> hey man. That's uh, well. You know what? If you want the conclusion of that story, listen to listen to. Uh, I think it's their most recent podcast because that's uh, I think that's when I listened to. Now um, the podcast I'm going to recommend this week it's uh, it's called Spectacular Failures. Um, and I'm just going to read the bio that was on the uh, on the actual podcast. So it's corporate crookedness, family feuding, hilarious, hilariously half-baked decisions. Host Lauren Ober tackles some of the most spectacular business failures of all time and what could have been done Ooh. to avoid them. Some of these stories are shocking. Some are funny. Some are just downright sad. But each one will give you a totally new uh, perspective on big business and big failure. So that one, um, so that one's uh, two seasons. Great tagline. Yeah, like, well, very well done. Like, I just read that and I thought, okay, that, I'm just going to say that. But it's, uh, it's, it was only two seasons. I think it's completed now because, uh, because uh, the second season came out probably two or three years ago, um, but yeah, they uh, they cover a lot of topics um, like Toys R Us, um, uh, like how they like. They, I think we still have some up here in, in Canada, but how they basically went bankrupt in the states and disappeared. Um, Kodak or Blockbuster. Um, I don't. They don't think they covered uh, Blockbuster. They covered Kodak because uh, you okay. know I didn't know Kodak invented the digital camera and then you know basically yeah. They did. Uh, they Damn. they basically fucked themselves there. Like the first, uh, the first digital camera in an iPhone was actually a Kodak digital camera, which. Uh, and then they they talked about like Schlitz beer, Forever Twenty One. A lot of really interesting stories about these, uh, um, uh, like uh, the, these businesses that were booming at one point and then just sort of disappeared. I think they talk about Movie Pass. Um, in in one of those episodes, okay. which uh, and I think they're coming actually trying to come back out with a Movie Pass again. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, definitely interesting if you're, if you're like, if you like business stuff like that and you just kind of, you know, you want to know sort of the behind the scenes, uh, story about those, the episodes are only 30 to 45 minutes long. So, uh, they don't take up too much of your time. Definitely family friendly. Uh, she doesn't, uh, if she does, she would, there would be a warning on the show, but I don't think, I, I don't recall anything explicit. Um, I don't know how many episodes altogether. Um, I'd probably say in like, let's say the 40 ish range, 40, 50, um, I don't know, Steve, if that's something you can look up uh, for us. Um, but, What's the spelling uh, again? Spectacular Failures. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's from American Public Media. Um, and yeah, definitely uh, definitely worth a listen to. I enjoyed it um, as, uh, you know, like what, I'd go to yeah. the dog park and that was one of my uh, one of the podcasts that was like, sort of like my dog park podcast. Uh, Have you had any seasons? podcasts uh, you've had to like turn off because you're laughing too hard in public? 
You ever had that? I don't, I don't, I don't listen. Steve, I see you nodding. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Go. Oh, I, I just, I have the, the, for me, it was the, um, the Conan one, which I've saved for another, oh, the, the, it was a Conan one. And, and I've told Mark about this when he had John Mulhaney on and it was the two of them. And Nancy and I were walking, we were going for a walk and we each had an earbud in our ear and we were just walking down uh, one of the roads here in Elliott Lake. And we were both just laughing That's our great. asses off walking down. That's great. Um, yeah. We got the two of them together. It was great. What about you? I've definitely had moments from like those Dungeons and Dragons podcasts that have made me laugh out <laughs> loud or yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, no, I love that shit. I've I had, yeah, I've had laugh out loud moments for sure. Like, but uh, like I've, it's never been sort of like you're listening to, let's say a comedian set and it's just bang, bang, bang. bang I've laughed at my own podcast and then I feel like a fucking insane <laughs> person when I'm laughing at my own conversation. I'm like, what is this? But you know what? I always find that the jokes that like when I, when they pop in my head and I say them to myself and I laugh out loud, then that's going to be a joke I think is going to work. That's always been some, yeah. something I've always found when I'm, you know, if I'm writing anything for stand up or anything that it's okay. If I laughed at it when I thought about it, then, then it's worth repeating. Yeah, it's like, honestly, not to be full of myself, like, I'm a way tougher critic than an audience. I got to make me laugh before I'll make them laugh. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's got to be something you know you're going to enjoy and that you would laugh yeah. at if you heard it, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so I think we've come to the end of the podcast section today. Um, you know, Doug, thank you. You made uh, you made some great recommendations today. Really enjoyed them. Thank you. We're going to move on to the pet section today. Um, I want to make note of the shirt I'm wearing. I don't know if you guys can see this. It says cat. Oh, nice. It says cat dad. Nice. And it's got uh, my cat's names, Bacon, Harley, and Wink on there. Uh, Dana, uh, my wife, she bought me a cat dad t-shirt and a dog dad t-shirt and has all the animal's name on it. And because we spell Aww. we spell Wink, W-N-K, Cause like it, cause he's missing an eye, so his name is missing an eye. I think I'm repeating myself. That's on that one. cute. But uh, that's cute. But she had to make like a like a note on uh, the order that it's spelled W N K. <laughs> Don't change it. Um, but yeah, so I decided I'd wear the cat dad shirt today, and uh, yeah, nice. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's a it's a good size, especially with the weight loss. It's it's fitting nicely on me, which I've uh, which nice. I'm enjoying. So. Um, in the pet section, Doug, you have you don't have a pet yeah, yourself, but your roommate has a dog. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, my roommate has a dog. Uh, he's a Rottweiler. His name is Reese, which is very fitting for his colors since he's the oh, colors nice. of Reese's oh, peanut yes. butter cup. Oh, there you go. Nice. Oh, good yeah. call. A he's good very name. he's a very gentle soul. He's not loud at all. He's a he's a good pooch. Yeah, but it's again, it's nice because it's one of those things like I don't have to pick up dog poop i just you know get some pets in here or there but i have no none of the responsibilities of the dog you're it's like the, you're like the dog's uncle right like it's you, you get to yeah. have all the, all the fun and none of the responsibility of ownership right yeah it's this is the this is what i like with pets like i liked having pets when i was a kid obviously but like right now i'd feel bad if i had a, a dog or something like that being away for you know shows or anything like that or away from work for work all day like i don't know you're in a great scenario because you work from home Right. Yeah. So well, I you get my, to be with your animals. My my time. wife awesome. works from home, and I work close by. But like my schedule is yes. so flexible that I'm literally like I'm like my wife is home, and then but I'm home with them three days a week, and and 
walking them every day. So do you, yeah. is there, um, if you're ever in the position, would you, would you be a pet, a guy? Like if you knew that, let's say, you know, your, oh, yeah, for sure. your, your, your standup specials were breaking the money. You didn't have to tour anymore. You could just sit in your mansion at home. You'd be, you'd be cool with getting pets. Oh yeah. I would for sure have animals. And you know what? Cats have grown on me a lot. Like Max girlfriend, she had cats and loves cats. And I honestly, I started liking cats more with her. And one of the main things I learned about liking cats was that one of the main reasons I didn't like them was the smell of their shit and piss, but that's <laughs> the responsibility of the cat owner. Like she had those litter locker things and you don't smell any of it. Yeah. Like that's it. Like on top of it and just do it all the time. You never smell them. Our litters are in a back room in the house. We, we, we use a, like a, um, they're, they're enclosed litter boxes, you know, occasionally, yeah. You know, Harley will drop a deuce in there that just, you know, it makes its way down the hallway that just like, holy shit. But for the most part, it's, uh, yeah, like it's, you keep it away, you clean it daily. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it shouldn't, it should never be a problem. It's, if you walk into a house and you're smelling cat pee or cat shit, they're just not being responsible cat owners. That's a reflection of, yeah, the cat owners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which I, I feel so bad for holding it against so many cats for so long. Also, you kind of have to learn how to pet a cat as a dog person because dogs are just all love, but cats, you kind of have to, you know, you have to learn how to pet them. You have to learn when it's been too much, you know, you have to pet them in the right spots. Well, whereas dogs just want any attention. Cats almost have to allow you to pet them. Right. That's yeah. the thing. Like it's one of the, like they have to be like, yeah, I've deemed you worthy to touch me now. Yes. And, and off you go. Right. It's uh, yes. cause yeah, like our dogs, dogs, Dogs are affection whores. They they don't care what yes. kind of affection. They just will will the cat will be like I've had enough, and they will get up and walk away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cats. They're, they they don't care. They're, it's like, yep, I'm done with you. Off I go. And and but they are like again. Like I was not a cat guy until I I met my wife, and they I love them to death now. They're they're such they're oh, they're, they're, they're hilarious. Oh, they're great. They do the stupidest things, but they could be the greatest friends. It's uh, it's they're 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 yeah, remarkable creatures. They're adorable. Sure. Uh, yeah. The sounds they make, like yeah. I know they just do them exclusively to manipulate us. Like that's why they sound like babies. <laughs> but it's fucking adorable when yeah. they make noise. Well, they're just smart. like my yeah. girlfriend's. Uh, my ex's uh, one cat was this black cat who. Sometimes I'd be nervous if she got out. My ex-girlfriend had three cats, right? And I'd be checking the whole apartment for the cats. And one time I couldn't find the black cat. And then I remembered that she likes to sit in the closet. And so the only way I could find her is I had to walk up and like push on the clothes and wait, just be like Frankie and just wait for her to squeak back to me. So I was like, that's how I check where Frankie was. I would go see if the clothes squeaked (laughs) like Frankie and big rat whenever I press, press them. Our, our one, our one cat wink, she, or he follows, he's in love with our wife or my wife, Dana, and he follows her around and he just like, like she'll say something to him and she'll just squeak back. And it's like, they're having a conversation. Oh, it's, it's adorable. It's absolutely adorable. But, uh, I just, yeah, the cats are fantastic. I do. Um, yeah. I'm glad I'm wearing my cat dad shirt. Now, Doug, I'm you also have... wearing a, I'm wearing a tiger shirt right now. Oh, That's look at that. It's, uh, look at that. Right, we, yeah. we didn't even, we didn't even discuss this. Steve, are you on the uh, cat train today? No. No. Well, I've got my leopard skin underwear on, but I don't think it's uh, appropriate to show it to you. Show us. Show. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Doug, uh, you had a, I, I, you had an interesting premise. I remember watching you do stand up once. I really enjoyed it when you were talking about how, like, people they get pets and then they have to have an Instagram for the for their pet. 
And yeah, and and uh, I enjoyed your the you know your opinion that if if the Instagram account is the dog or the cat, then it should be the animal replying to any sort of comments. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, like I would see people, they would post on their dog's page like a picture of them at the beach, and I would comment like, uh, "Oh, looks like looks like a great day at the beach," and they would reply like, "Yeah, he had a lot of fun." You're like, "No, no, I want it in character." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I'm feeling pretty rough, <laughs> but spelled R U F F. It's got to be adorable. It's exactly. You know, and you got to you got to add that. To, You're already to... mentally ill. You already have an Instagram account for an animal. Like just commit to the illness. <laughs> see, because uh, now I pay attention to that whenever I'm on Instagram and I see a, like a, a pet account, I go in the comments now because that's just ingrained in my head. Is it the animal that's responding to the questions, or is it the owner? Because if it's not the animal, I am not following you now. I think I that should be the animal pages. Yeah, I love animal pages talking to each other too. Oh. It's oh, <laughs> oh yeah! I guess, I've never seen that. So it's like just one like dog in the page. comment sections. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Like the dog, the dogs on a cat page. You're saying, telling you, I'm gonna rip your fucking head off if I get anywhere <laughs> I near you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have but a gang war. But that t- says you know how how great pets are because you know a lot of these people they have they would have zero followers other than their family, but yet you put a dog or a cat on and like my wife and I will watch hours of dog and cat stuff on youtube or on facebook yeah. or whatever we'll watch that but if there was you know a normal person or just a, a human there like i can give yeah. a shit what your thoughts and beliefs are but if tatum on tiktok if you get the chance to watch tatum he's our favorite one on tiktok this lovable little bastard the dad does the voice but i we will watch this dog just sit in a room and stare at the camera and with a fake voice but if it was a human uh, not worth my time yeah absolutely well yeah that's then make the effort right that's basically that's you know like if you're gonna do it please just yeah commit to the fucking bit exactly absolutely all about commitment nice uh well guys i've uh i've enjoyed today's episode that was fun i you know doug Doug, thanks thanks for joining us today i had an absolute blast We, we had some good conversations um uh, I'm going to go, I got to go through our end of show list as per usual. I don't know if you listened to last week, Steve, did you hear the interludes or the, the glockenspiel in the episode at all? No, Ooh. not, not yet. Oh my God. You, I've, I added the glockenspiel this week. I kind of got to, I got to, I, I think I'm figuring out how we're going to, you know, the, the, how the, is that the one you play with mallets? No, no, I, I'm not sure. I just, glockenspiel? It's, it's the, it's the little, it's the interlude between segments. There's this little, little bit. I can't. Or is that like the, the bells? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Take us from one to the next. That's the glockenspiel that I'm using in there, but it's been, uh, I've been really enjoying the episodes, uh, and, and doing the edits and all that. Um, so we're going to, we're going to go through our end of, uh, our end of show list as per usual, Doug, like I said, pleasure having you today. It was, uh, it was a good, great, 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 great conversation. Um, Steve, oh, yeah. thank you to you as per usual for joy, uh, for being, uh, our, what, what did we decide you were going to be the, um, the designated podcaster? Um, I'm your DP buddy. That's it. So you're, you're the guy that makes sure that we stay on the rails for this podcast. And I definitely appreciate it. Oh. Um, okay. Big thank you to Nancy for all of our graphics, uh, Aiden and Richard at RFP media, 
D&D and Deeps for our music and uh, Dana for letting us or letting me do this. Uh, like and subscribe and review if you can. Um, we uh, we appreciate it. If you if you ever want to drop us a line, uh, you can email us at marklovesppp at gmail.com. Again, that's the letter P, not the urine P. Um, we're on Facebook at Mark Loves PPP. Um, like I said, our Twitter page is, oh, we got somebody, Steve. I was I was trying to be a little subtle to not let not cut you off, oh, but uh, Doug, you got any shows coming up? Oh soon? yeah, uh, yeah, Doug. Good question. Yes. Uh, what's my nearest show? Let me just check my uh, calendar real quick here. Do 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 do. I'm in uh, Camp Cataract in Niagara Falls. Uh, actually, near kind of where your neck of the woods used to be, Niagara Falls. I guess yeah, that'll yeah. be on Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm closing that out. So. Friday, uh, what is that? Uh, December second. Uh, yes. Nice. Okay, because this will come out December first. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, go to that. Yeah, nice. Okay, so I got other shows, but yeah. and if you want to, and then, actually leave my podcast a review, please, God. That's all I need you to do. Yeah, and if, see me live. if you want to listen to Doug, he's on weekly on his podcast, uh, Best Worst Friends. Um, again, yes. uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, we're not doing much on Instagram or Twitter these days, but hopefully we will. Uh, again, support your local uh, arts, music, and comedy scene, uh, your local animal shelters, um, uh, wildlife places, and pot shops if you got them. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night, everyone. Good night. As and for, for family-friendly stuff, children do not go on Google and put that in. What? Oh, D yeah, not, yeah, I know. Do not, oh, yeah, 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 do yeah. not Google. You know, yeah, funny, yeah, yeah, not yeah. to uh, not to like have a tangent real late, but uh, <laughs> just to go with my uh, shirt, the big cat. One of the first times I saw pornography, I was in grade four and I was on the computer and I was doing a project on big cats and I just searched cougars.com <laughs> and it just was a bunch of like mature women just like with their giant fake tits out and I was just like in the computer lab like. Wah! My Whoops. teacher's like, how did you not know? And I was like, I didn't know that the word cougar meant oh, an old lady with her oh, boobs that's out. that's awesome. <laughs> oh, those accidental discoveries. Love it. Love it.